to the nighttime show. Our guest today, you know his work from the Dallas Buyers Club and Jurassic World. It's James Dumont. What's up? What up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. What? The James Dumont. That guy. The greatness. One of the, one of my favorite guys. The most unrecognizable working person you know. <laughs> Dude, you work you work <laughs> all the time. Hey, how are you? See you constantly. Good to see Everybody's you. Here. We, it's we're like right here in the person. You work more than 99% of the people I know. There's wow. very few people I know that work as much as you. Like we talk about you Thank around you. the house. Like wow. you're like you're truly you're the a working actor, like you're the yeah. epitome of. I had to buy. Yeah. I had to buy two new iPhones because I couldn't scroll down wow. the IMDb. Wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah. that's no that. joke. I mean, Look, when James it. Brown died, I was like, you know what? I I'd love the moniker of the hardest working man in show business. Hell I'd love yeah. to take that over. He did it. Yeah, but I'd like to. I'd like to think I could. I could take it well, over. You, you know? really don't stop. Let's just uh, just, right. just a couple names. Uh, mm-hmm. Jurassic World. Yeah, I've heard of it. SWAT. Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. Speed. Yeah. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I mean, are you. Season two, Electric dude, Boogaloo. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it, it doesn't. It, I mean, <laughs> the list goes on and on and right, on. Right, and we could right. talk about it for hours. But We could. Uh, let's let's start but with this. There's only so much time. James, yeah. uh, where, uh, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Born in Chicago. We were talking yeah. about that. What? That's I'm where a, Glazer's from. I'm yeah. Exactly. I'm a north side Chicago guy. Hey, a big guy. We are, forget about it. We're going over there. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the new Chicago Bears coach? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pass on that, on that one. one. Yeah. Because, yeah. look, they, you know, like... I grew, I grew up with the with but the see, big bears. But see, as a Raider fan, I'm excited about talking about new coaches. He can't dick is God. Yeah, And before him, you got George Hallis, God rest his soul. He still got his initials on every goddamn every goddamn uniform. Every GD uniform, you used to say. Bears still in a 40 year search for another good quarterback. But I'm really a Cubs fan. Like I was born and raised Cubs. And then we're talking about the Blackhawks. My my grandmother was the the accountant for Arthur Wirtz, who owned the Blackhawks. So. I would go to Blackhawk games. I mean, I mm-hmm. but I but my dad was a big baseball nut, so I like you know. How popular f- was hockey back then? Pretty popular, mm-hmm. but not like it is now. I mean, right. Chicago, it's like it's fanatic crazy because it, it's like the Blackhawks has been a kind of institution yeah. like there in, in in the whole kind of like Midwest. You know, it's yeah. like even okay. Because Minnesota's got their thing. thing yeah, because like, I grew up in LA, yeah. So to me, hockey, I'm like the Kings, nobody whatever. cares right. about hockey. Right. Like yeah. I think it's because. Yeah. I think it's because we don't play Yeah, but play if you go to a Kings here. game, you'll see how I've different it is. Yeah. But then everybody's coming up from Orange County. Interesting. What, what, yeah, I mean, because like, <laughs> so when I went to high school, there was like one We're Kings fan in my high school. Right. Yeah, right. And out of 3,000 students, there was one Kings fan. That mm-hmm. was it. And then I became an Edmonton Oilers fan just because they beat the Kings all the time, wow. just so I could make fun wow. of them. Yeah. That's wow. The, wow, look uh, at you. You were asking to, for like an ass whooping there. <laughs> <laughs> you were asking <laughs> to be like head, you know, swirly in the toilet. Put them in the toilet. Push them in the closet. Push them in the locker. Yeah. So I would just come in and I'd be like, Oh, well, how, how'd you like Essa Tikkanen in last night? Yeah. Huh? How'd you like that? Yeah. And it was just like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I love hockey, but we should probably talk about. Yeah. Like we, we can talk hockey. Well, well how do you go? Stuff. Like, how do you get into the business? How did you get mm-hmm. into the business? Here's the fun part. I'm really, I'm old. And so the fun, how old am I? I I my I got my SAG card in the movie The Blues Brothers. What? Yeah, we saw that yeah. Movie, yeah. I was one of the what? kids dancing mm-hmm. in the street. My uncle was worked for the CTA. Okay. So my first scene mm-hmm. in Blues Brothers was the train that used to go by Elwood and, and Jake's house. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, ah, this is not enough. And I went to performing arts and high school. And he played school. the train, everyone. Exactly. We so. <laughs> played the <laughs> It's oh the L. God. We call it the L in Chicago. Yeah. Wow. No, so wow. then the deal is is that the, uh, I was part of performing arts high school, and they had an open dance call, 
And there was the dancing, you know, twist it, shake, yeah. shake, shake, yeah, shake. Yeah, yeah. So I did it, and I started on the train platform, but I was so good. They, that one kid got tired, and so they moved. They kicked him out, and they moved <laughs> me in the front. So in the beginning of it, I'm up on the train platform, but then towards the end, when the close-ups came in, I'm like You're right, right there. there. And I, like, I can tell you where I'm at. It's like Whoa. in the bottom right corner. I had like long hair. So yeah, so I started crazy? on the train platform because my, my my uncle worked for the CTA. Yeah, and then wow. I was like, well, they do they wanted somebody to replace this you kid. You danced so your way into a I SAG danced card. my way into there. Now I, from that amazing. point, did you stay in SAG well, after that, or how yeah, did you because do the it? deal is, I went to high school with Cusack and Piven, mm-hmm. and John oh started John started a hit. And Jeremy was like, you know, they had the we, we all had the same agent. Uh-huh. So if yeah. John did a movie, Jeremy got a movie, and like, and then James will read for for uh, what would read for it was um, the first speaking role I got was Class, the movie Class. Mm-hmm. Okay. And all of us actors, Casey Samatsko, uh, Casey Samatsko, uh, Cusack, me, Alan Ruck, uh, oh all these, these were all like local Chicago actors. So we were all going after the Andrew McCarthy role. Mm-hmm. But then like some kid from New York got it. Uh, yeah. So we ended up being like the kids that were part of the, the floor of the dorm on the thing. So that yeah. was my first like speaking role. Class. And then I did tons of like, you know, commercials because Chicago had they had like the big ad agency at Leo Burnett. Yeah. So it was oh, like yeah, they, had, they had, you know, Sears, they had McDonald's. So, I mean, I was there you a know, lot more of the entertainment industry in Chicago at that time than there is now. Well, you know, you that say, time or? was like that's like 79, 80. And it's like Blues Brothers, like, like Thief, my bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And then, then after that was like John, uh, uh, all, the, all the John Hughes movies. Yeah. It was like you know, every time you turn around, there's Something a movie shooting there, in yeah. Wilmette, Winnetka, where mm-hmm. he's from. So it was like. But Blues Brothers was the one that kind of like everybody's like, oh man, Chicago's a great city to shoot in. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, and then those guys, all those guys from my guys, Cusack and Piven and DVD Vincentis and Steve Pink, all those guys end up coming. They created a theater company called New Crime, and then they went to L.A. And I was mm-hmm. the, the lone schmuck that you know I went to school in Boston, sure, for a couple of years, and then I was like, then I got you know went to New York. So everybody mm-hmm. kind of went mm-hmm. L.A. and I went to New York and became a theater actor. Hey, I know we got a lot of artists and a lot of musicians that listen to the nighttime show and have uh, been on the nighttime show, but I'll tell you what a lot of them are missing. They're missing merch, okay? And it is very easy to have an amazing merch store with artist shops by Threadless. Just add your art to hundreds of clothing, accessories, and home decor items in just minutes. Plus, it's fully customizable so you can make your shop totally unique to your style. But the best part is, here's the best part, it's 100% free to sign up. Zero minimums, zero monthly fees. You even set your own prices so you can control how much money goes into your pocket. And with millions of dollars paid to artists to date, there is a lot of moolah to be made, okay? Artists, designers, podcasters, free up all the time that you'd be spending at the post office, shipping, dealing with customer service, and put it towards what you love, being creative, okay? Threadless takes care of the rest of it. And with 100,000 shop owners and 4 million users, just join the party. Head to artistshops.com forward slash SKG to sign up right now. That's artistshops.com forward slash SKG to sign up right now. Also, the Nighttime Show partnered with Threadless, so we have something amazing. You need to go check it out. We got mugs, shower curtains, uh, I mean, t-shirts, sweaters, anything you can imagine. We have it for sale, Nighttime Show style. Go check it out. It's thenighttimeshow.threadless.com. That's 
thenighttimeshow.threadless.com and check out our store with all of our cool stuff. It's so awesome. Let's get back to the show. So you did a lot. Did you do uh, Broadway? and, uh, and Off-Broadway. Like Off-Broadway Dude, I... I <laughs> I want to talk about work. I did Please. 200 plays in New York. Get wow. out of here. In the seven years I lived in New York, I did oh. 200. Now, 200 mind you, hundred one-act plays, readings. Mm-hmm. I was on Broadway before I left. I was did Six Degrees of Separation on Broadway. So I, I came in there with 200 bucks and mm-hmm. like just like being an intern at Steppenwolf. Yeah. And I, when I left, I had two. I, I did like two hundred plays between. We would, but you, but it was un, wasn't uncommon then that you would do a read. You do two readings a night because one acts were my theater company was big on one acts. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so it was like you do a one act over Playwrights Horizon. You do a the double image. So I mean, we would do. We would. You, you know, and when you're getting that kind of exercise, and you're you're constantly, and then you go, and there's tons of agents there. Agents are yeah, coming to see their absolutely. clients and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I got yeah. I picked up an agent pretty quickly because mm-hmm. I kept seeing this one agent, Monty Silver, was like hit. You know, his, all his clients were like theater actors, and so yeah, right. I was like, I that was my deal. I mean, wow. but I literally like I like did not stop. You know, yeah, I said yes to every reading, and then that led to like. My friend David Eigenberg, who was on Sex in the City, and now he's in Chicago Fire, he was in Six Degrees of Separation, and he got a gig that was going to leave. And he said, "Look, dude, I need an understudy for a couple weeks off Broadway. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you're, I know you're DJing. I was DJing in New York at the time, oh and God. I was catering, and I was, you know, because I knew all the caterers because I DJed. So I was sure. like, uh, I was like, yeah, man, yeah. So I auditioned, and it was all nude. So I was like, full frontal. <laughs> Eight oh shows. I didn't know. Like I, he didn't tell me. He was like, "Oh, so by the way, you just wear socks." Uh-huh. Eight shows a week. Holy and then I did shit. it. All, I did it off Broadway. Then they wanted me to go back upstairs. I understudied everybody, and it was like mm-hmm. I haven't said Evan Handler, Paul McCrane, Robbie Robbie Duncan McNeil, who's a dear friend of mine. Oh my god! Um, you know from Star Trek. You know, yeah, so sure. um, so we end up like I end up getting in on Broadway. So by the time I left New York. Wow, you know, I, you know, I was making a lot of money. Wow, <laughs> a lot more amazing. than the two hundred I came to New York with. Yeah, right. And then the tour took me to L.A. It was a national tour, and that's what got me to L.A. I kept, I kept coming a couple times. I tested for a couple pilots. It was sure. always a joke. It never really kind of worked out. I did Tony Tina's wedding in New York. Sure. Yeah, of course. So it was like I was saw kind that. of a New York. I was a New, New York, York guy. You know, yeah. it was Johnny. It was Tony's brother. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I saw that. They never in, kind of got me out here like, in LA. Yeah, you know, 90, like, what year was it when you finally got out here? Ninety-two came 92. out. Ninety-two. Yeah, and it, I mean, like if you look at like credit-wise, ninety-two is when you did Law and Order. Yeah. So that was um, my. So you, I left Law, and that was the second season of Law and Order, I think, sure. or the first, one of the two. But it was like Paul Sorvino was on it that year. He was oh talking God. about his his, his his daughter being some great actress. I was like, <laughs> the next year <laughs> she, she like, the Oscar. gets the Oscar. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I guess that Rutgers really worked out for her. Yeah. She's wow. doing all right in the Woody Allen Then movie. the year after that, she gets blacklisted by Harvey Yeah, Weinstein, and then there's right. that. <laughs> oh, but God. she's still amazing. And Paul's she's fantastic. Yeah. Paul's but a great guy. One yeah. of, one of the uh, first big, like one of the first big, big things that you landed was the movie Speed. Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Now, like walk us through the scene right, where, well, the cool where you are in that movie. I'm in the beginning of the movie. I'm the guy that gets Screw, yes. screwdriver to the, the screwdriver head. Yes. in the head. It's the first thing Tone he's planting set. the bomb in the elevator, and all the credits are going. And, yeah. you know, and I was like, and I was like, oh, excuse me, um, you're not supposed to be here, sir. And he goes, oh, I got, I got a work order. I said, yeah, sure. He said, Let me show you. Hey, I got your work order. Bam! You know, mm-hmm. like my mom is like excited. She goes to the movie. She's like, that's my son. You're dead in three minutes. Oh and my then I was like, God. oh, I didn't tell her I died. So wow. yeah, but I'm dead. I'm dead before they get out of the elevator. You know, yeah. of course. And I remember that was personal. A, you know, I was like, oh, that was <laughs> like, a brutal death. If that too. happens in a movie, like is I think the move that I would do, I would go to the movies, buy a ticket. 
go into the first speed showing, watch myself die, walk out of the theater, go to the next one that's starting 15 minutes go, later, hey. watch myself die again, no, I just wait. keep doing that. See, but I, at that point in time, I was so wanted to be so known, and I was like, I was giving out movie passes at the time. Mm-hmm. I was like doing market yeah. research. And uh, I literally would go, <laughs> when I was doing movie passes, I would stop doing movie passes, hide them in my backpack, and I would just wait for people to come outside of the movie. I'd oh, be on like, the promenade oh, and be guy. like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's the guy! Hey! <laughs> that's yeah, the guy. Yeah, I got a great, porno, cool I got a great porno story about that, too. Yeah. A great porno story? Porno story. Oh, oh, my, my neighbor... Please. Another my, stabbing in the head. Uh, no, my there neighbor said... Oh! Literally, boom! Oh. That's what there she said. So uh, a guy in my building was a, was a uh, an editor for like soft you know like mm-hmm. Skinamax kind of stuff. Yeah, sure, sure. And all of a sudden, I was the building manager. It was a great way to like save rent. And he said, "Look, man, I lost my still photographer for this porn shoot. This like is when Red Speed came out. Race. This is the week that Speed came out." Yeah. And I turned to my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, and I said, uh, "Honey, can I go?" And he's like, "He's paying two hundred cash." She goes, "Paying two hundred cash? Fucking go!" So I go out to the valley. And it's this, you know, it's it's this guy's house, and it's Tom Byron's house. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you know Tom Byron. I used to look like him when I was younger, because friend of mine goes, "Hey man, you look like this porn star Tom Byron." You know, I was like, "What?" And he's trying to talk to me because all of a sudden the word got out that I'm a legitimate actor and I'm in Speed. And he and he's asking me for advice. You know why? Because he got this script from this guy named Paul Thomas Anderson. He oh. was going to be the lead. They were looking at he him. He was going to be Dirk Diggler? He was going to be Dirk Diggler. Oh, before my before shit. So he's asking me, like, acting advice. I've never told this story before. He's asking me acting advice mm-hmm. on set. And the weirdest thing is, like, you're taking pictures and you're thinking this is a great, you're thinking this is a great thing. Because I was yeah. with this woman, and I'm like, I'm talking to her, and we're talking about Buddhism and spirituality and next thing. And she goes, I got to go. And I was like, okay. And then 10 minutes later, there's guys like just defiling her in, yeah. in her ear every nose oh, every, every and I'm like Christ. wow that just kind of messed with me like yeah. I yeah. just like I'm having like a regular normal thing and then and that's just her job and then this is your job is, wow. is to be defiled in every hole possible God, isn't um, that and insane. then that and um, coupled with like you know him asking me for like acting advice yeah and I think the, I think they're real serious and they want me to screen test and you know and, and, and you know they got this move Julianne Moore in there and I think she's known and yeah you know, and he's like, you know, what? I was like, uh, that's how, across, I, how do you give an that's acting advice that's to like a crossover that's only successfully happened, yeah. oh. like twice, yeah, in the history of movies. Right. And like, you know, I ended up yeah. working with Mark Wahlberg later on. You know, in in uh, in Deepwater Horizon, mm-hmm. and we got really tight, and then we got real close when we came to Patriots Day. We still have stayed close. And I got to tell you, man, that work. I mean, his his work in Boogie Nights mm-hmm. was was. I mean, br- like brilliant yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, there's a great director in there, but I mean, that, the, the arc of that character and, and the, the karate, and I mean, like, you yeah. know, I mean, I told him as look, man, I was like, you know, he goes, no, I'm a big fan of yours, he says, and I was like, well, I've been a fan mm. of yours for a fucking long time. I yeah, like, yeah, sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can swear, wow. right? Uh, man, so, yeah, say whatever. Right, that's right. Fuck, it's Glickman's yeah. yeah. show. Of course, I can fucking 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 swear. You say whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking. It's it's uh, it's uh, David fucking fucking mammoth. Um, so yeah, so that was I, I can't believe I told that porno That's story. That's a great That's story. A, but you know one. what? What's weird is too, like every once in a while a porno type person will hit hit up because mm-hmm. at the comedy store True? they, they yeah. come around the comedy clubs yeah. and then they go, Hey, you know, we're thinking about I'm thinking about doing stand up. They all want to be comedians. They all want to be funny. <laughs> and the girl we're talking about girls and guys. Yeah. They will show you up. You know, and I had go, a cock up my ass the other day and uh, <laughs> Oh, do that bit. <laughs> yeah, that's the bit. Do the that's cock. gold, yeah. man. Do the double yeah, the double oh, put on the double dong. Oh yeah, do that one. Oh yeah. They oh, all they oh. all want to do that. On they all the want to be a part of it. On my back. Love yeah. that. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's very awkward. It's um, a weird standing O. There was so what do we go? What do we go? What do we segue from here? Well, yeah. actually, I do have a question. Here we go. Please, Good. Yeah. Uh, where does this work ethic come from? Because you're talking about like acting while doing all of these other jobs yeah. that are to fuel this passion for acting. Uh, you know, it's, well, he saw it, this woman who was dedicated to her craft, and she took exact, twelve cocks in one night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, she could, <laughs> if she could take it in every hole, <laughs> so can I. Yeah. I can dish it out. No, I. Um, that's a good question because you know I, I I really am a workhorse. Yeah. Like even when I'm here in LA, I, I teach an on-camera workout. Um, but I, even when I was doing Menendez Brothers, the days that I had whole days that I had to be here, I teach an on-camera workout for, for students. I mean I I ask them for money because of my time and and of you know course. my experience sure, and I you know I've taped you know hundreds of uh, on online uh, on-camera auditions and so. I just kind of give back, and, and so I don't kind of. Um, and also, I think, you know, there's a, there's a fear of death thing for me. Uh, my wife says, you know, it's like, you know, if you died tomorrow, you'd be really pissed off. Mm. <laughs> and I'd be like, why do you say that? She's like, well, because there's so many things you want to do, yeah. and you'd be really pissed that you didn't get to do those kind of things. So that that kind of fires me up a little bit. Yeah. Like I kind of go like, you know, and I have kids, and it's like, and. and so you know, hopefully they'll be really amazing children, and you've met them. They're pretty, pretty, yeah, they're pretty great kids. exceptional, you know. Yeah. And I feel like um, I just you know, want to kind of leave a legacy thing. And so like you know, uh, I, I say to the ki- you know they give me shit every once in a while, and I just kind of go, you know what, you know when I die and you're going to go to my memorial, you're going to hear some really great stuff because I did a lot, a lot of amazing things for people, mm-hmm. and I and I don't keep track, and I I'm, I'm a I'm a karma guy. In fact, ironically, today is my thirtieth. 30th year that I've been chanting. I've been a Buddhist for 30 years. Whoa. And, wow. it's all, and it's all about causes. It's all about thoughts, words, and actions and making positive causes. I, mm. I, I, I don't really live in fear a lot. I don't... Um, I, I basically try to make as many causes as I possibly can through thoughts, words, and actions. And I make a lot Not- of fucking mistakes and I make some really mm-hmm. stupid ones but, but, but it's cause and effect. So eventually... Yeah. I end up taking, the, you know, like I, I'm waiting for the effect part of, of Trump. I'm just sure. waiting for like, you know, like colon <laughs> cancer with like, you know, with but but like he gets colon cancer, but it's like, but it's 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 toxic or it's uh, it has it a eats, face, it has a face or it or it's or it's it's nuclear. It just kind of fucking yeah, like from his ass, it just kind of just bubbles and out of his eyes and shit. I'm just waiting for the karmic. I'm, I'm pretty payback, sure that's you know? Steve Bannon. That is Steve Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they used to say, you know, some people's punishment is their life, and I yeah, think that's right? Steve Bannish being a bandit. So, oh, my, so my point is, is that that's my drive. Is is yeah. I kind of go, you know, I only got so much fucking time, and, and yeah, and I mean, once dude, you, like every, no, I'm not joking. Every single time that I, we're when we, when you and me are talking, and then yeah. you go, oh, by the way, I'm, uh, I go, I go, oh, what are you working on? And you go, oh, I'm doing a movie with Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's going to be this really, really big movie. And then I go in my brain. I go, wow, that's like in most in most careers. Like, look at the, if you look behind you on this wall. There's this yeah. wall right here behind us. This you can look at these people that are on this wall. And I'm, I'm not going to say any names because I don't want to be rude. Just in case they come into our show. But a lot of them, when you look at the names, that's the only role that they're famous that's for. That's what they're known for. That's right. what they're known for. Yeah. How dare you? Scott Bakula's on that wall. Hey, no. Uh, my no, dear no. friend Scott's so love it. I love no, Scott Bakula. No, 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 he's Captain friend. Archer. That, no, you love this it. This is why I said don't say don't the names, you, you son of a bitch. But, 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 but look at Kim Cattrall, right? Kim Cattrall, Sam on on no. 
But she was in it. big that's trouble the, in Little China, people. That's the role. That's <laughs> what people. What I'm saying is, is that if you look through every single year, you're yeah. doing another, not like another bullshit movie. You're right. doing yeah, like another real the, thing. The Oscar movie of the year, yeah, like right. again and right. again and again. So my question to you is, does it feel like, does it feel like at some point you've you've come over a crest where when you go in, people are like. We trust you. We know that you're going to do great work. We know you've done great work in the past, and and there's a belief in in who you are as a person and what you're going to do with it. Or do you feel like do you feel like that, or do you feel like every time you go in, you're like every time you get a job, you're like, oh, oh my god, I got another job. Like, does it feel like that? Like, what does it feel like? I think the thing. Uh, uh, it's a really good question, by the way, because it brings up a lot of things that are that 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 are. Extremely interesting and profound to me. Sure. Which is, I'm a that guy. You don't recognize who I am. Mm -hmm. I don't make a lot of money, but I work a lot. Sure. And what's interesting is when you're working with these people, you're you're on equal terms. The minute they say cut, like I did, I did War of the Worlds with Tom, mm -hmm. and we got very close, and we talked about all different kinds of interesting things because I was into music and the club scene. Studio 54, mm -hmm. I, I was shocked that he was very forthright with like people we knew, the bartenders, the bar, he was a bar back at Studio 54. Oh my God, And I, we, we knew, and I, like, it, we, we had a quick shorthand, but the minute that they said cut, three fucking bodyguards circle around him, and I, I was like, hey, Tom, I'm, <laughs> I'm right here, but like, yeah. so yeah. when you're working with them, you are on, because you're an artist, you're on right. equal terms, but the minute they say cut, you're fucking nobody. You're just no. another fan, another person. Yeah. Very, very interesting. The moment they said cut, three guys come so over, so give them so, so, copies so, of Dianetics. And, I, and I'm exploring this whole idea. It's, I'm, I'm not going to get into details, but I'm exploring this in, in, an, in a creative and artistic way. Is the idea of being in, in fame purgatory mm -hmm. and, and huh. being known and unknown all at the same time. Because I think there's something there. We're, we're, in, we're in a f fame as a culture. Like yeah, I, get bumped sure. yeah. on, I get bumped on the carpet by fucking Eric Estrada. Uh -huh. I get bumped on the carpet by the skanks of, of, of Orange County. Right, okay? yeah. Who have yeah. done nothing. Nothing. Right, who yeah. Have not, who have not worked in any artistic capacity with some of the best directors in, in, in film history. They slept not, with some of the best directors. But, but, but I will get pushed off the carpet yeah. at my own, at a premiere of a movie that I'm in for <laughs> shit like that. Wow. That's crazy. And That's you have insane. to go, like, how do you fucking, you know, you got to have the cojones. So for me, I just kind of go... The, the last laugh is, you know, you'll, you'll just go, fuck it, that guy, he was, in, you know, he was in everything. Oh, I remember that guy. You know, so, I mean, at some point, I'm hoping to break out of the, that guy and go, that's James Dumont. Yep. Sure. But for now, like, even at the Golden Globes uh, 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 after party uh, for HBO, this one young girl comes, she goes, you're on fire. <laughs> you're in everything. Like, you're in everything. Yeah. You should be very proud. And I'm like, I'm dancing. She goes, let's dance. Let's celebrate that shit, you know, <laughs> yeah, and right. I go, and I do. So, so there was. A, 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 I don't know if it really kind of answered your question, yeah, but but, it, no, no, but no, it's no, but it's it's a very humbling experience to be. And then and then when I went to the HBO party, it was like you know Dame Helen Marin's like, well, if it isn't Jay Parnell Thomas from <laughs> Trumbo, wow. like I just showed up that's, that's at the amazing. fucking HBO party and Dame Helen Marin Oscar winner's like, uh -huh. hey, and then she's like, hey James, how are you? And I go, how are you, Helen? And then it's Jay, and then it's Jill, Jill Soloway, who I went to grammar school with, who created Transpirit. Sure. Mm -hmm. And then I'm own. seeing Jean Marc Vallee from Dallas Buyers Club. And it's like, then the, the you know, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, Jill turns to me and she goes, uh, she goes, oh, I'd like you to meet my plus one, Jane Campion, Oscar winning <laughs> oh director God. from the piano. So my point is, yeah. 
Wait, by the way. No effort is lost. By the way, how crazy was it that Buzz Aldrin was there? It was pretty crazy. <laughs> that was the, the it, fucking It was a little bit bizarre. crazy. It was real, it, because, it, because it was twofold. Yeah. It was crazy because Tanya Harding was there and Buzz oh Aldrin was there. Oh, my God. That's the, two, that's the twofold I mean, crazy. The crazy part was it, they were there as a couple. And then oh, the, and then the, there we and go. The, exactly. And then the real, the, real, the real fat guy that's in the movie, yeah. the real guy was at the HBO party. Oh, my God. So, you, got, you know, it, it, was a, it was a hodgepodge of folks. But yeah. my point is, is that I think I feel like, uh, and you, you saw it in my Facebook post. Yeah, you know, it, it, no effort is wasted. I, I feel yeah. like you know when you don't do things, you don't take action, and you don't really try to to go after your dreams and and really really plug away. Yeah, then it's a wasted effort if you don't do it. One hundred. If you're going to pick up that you know Xbox three hundred and sixty and not you know do a little research on what the next film or projects that's coming yeah. to your town or you know yeah. or do the play or the, you know what I mean like if you're doing yeah. and it's fine we all need time in our lives but you know for me once you kind of hit 50 you're just like wait I got more summers behind me than ahead of me <laughs> so I sure. only got so much time to get this shit done yeah no so I better like yeah. just you know it's 2018 and the 10 days in I mean I got to get to work you know yeah and absolutely. lucky for me in the in the cumulative effort of the work I've done I've amassed a really good team of people, and it just seems to get progressively better. Mm-hmm. And that those team of people know and recognize the work that I did. Like I just, and I, but I still audition. Yeah, I, yeah. And I, when I get offered things, I'm actually, I'm actually work even harder because I kind of go, well, I don't know this director. He, the, the TV producers pick pick this thing, so I better be really good because yeah, he doesn't right. even know me. He knows, oh yeah. yeah. But then I get on set, like I got on Timeless, and like the the writer of the show, he's like, dude. Your audition was amazing. Like we still talk about it in the office. Shit. You know, like incredible. So it's so when you're when you're when you're doing when you when you're doing these auditions, like to me, they're actors audition more than they than they work. And right. so I take these auditions very very seriously because it's my only opportunity to kind of do the best I'm going to do. And I I approach them as if I already got the job. And so the way in which I execute it, I don't really change much from the time I audition from the time that I do the job. Sure. Yeah. I do maybe a little research, a little homework. Maybe well, they don't want rewrites. you to change because they're hired you I to do that. I showed you what I'm going to do. Yeah. yeah it's no, not an interview. It's not a test. It's not a like maybe, and I'm not going to wing shit. Right. I'm do you prefer wi- to go in or to go on tape? I tape. I like to tape. Yeah. I, I went in today for something big, like yeah. really big. Oh, my God. Big show that big I was a huge fan of, and, and I got bumped out by somebody's you know, Super Bowl. A name of a person's friend like got the role because it's he's friends with the famous guy, and and, and I don't and I and I was a little pissed. Sure. So this time around, I was like, you know what? So I'm soon, not letting this maybe one go. coming to keeping up with the Kardashians, James. Dumont. Maybe so. That's right. I watched. I don't, that we don't talk about nice. that. Sorry. You know, <laughs> no, sorry. We watch. Uh, we watch. You say Kardashian. I like. I blank out. <laughs> yeah, I know. I go. We we. I watched. give them no. They got their fifteen minutes. I give them nothing. Yeah. We watched that happen on Storks. We had a, 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 a Andy Samberg's best friend's wife was playing the mother, and mm-hmm. another friend of theirs was playing the father. And uh, two weeks before the posters came out, Jennifer Aniston called in and said that she wanted to play the mom. And that was it. She was just like, I wanna, yeah. I'm, I want, I'm the mom now. And they were like, you're the mom now. And then they fired the, the guy and repl- because he couldn't. Right. It, it couldn't yeah. be him. Right. Of course yeah, not. Yeah, you can't so have Jennifer Aniston as some schlub. It's got to right. be another so it had guy. To be yeah. Ty Burrell, the guy you don't so want to be is Andy Samberg. Like, hey, man. Yeah. 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 Oof. See, I had a friend who had the story, so and, I, and I won't. Uh, I won't name the name of the actor, but it was like he. It was a historical movie. He was a real. Uh, uh, he's a soldier. Two two tours in Afghanistan. He was an oh actor. God. Fucking amazing actor. Marlboro mm-hmm. man. Good looking. Fucking dude. 
and uh, he got cast in this movie, but he mo looks more historically accurate of the main character than this huge fucking movie star. Uh -huh. And this huge movie star took one look at him and was he like, looks too oh. close. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, let's, let's rehearse this scene. So we rehearsed the scene, and he, and he literally, he bumps into the guy, and he knocks him down on his ass uh -huh. to see if he can handle it. Well, he, he, he can handle it because he's been through two tours of Afghanistan. Of course, yeah. And wow. then all of a sudden, the director kind of comes over and says, hey, man. They go, you know what? We're not going to, we're just going to rehearse this. But I mean, this character, this actor knocked him on his ass oh, and then let him no. sit there and then... All of a sudden, they go, you know, we're not going to rehearse the scene. We're going to get something else. Go back to your trailer. And then the director goes back to the trailer and says, hey, man, I'm going to catch you on the next one. This is and he got fired. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, my friend who would have, he's probably, uh, hopefully he's listening. I'll, I'll put him on. But sure. I, I, we can't say who it is, but the point is is that that's, you know, the, it's the, it's hey, these, yeah. the inhumanity You don't have any sometimes. control. You, I mean, all Absolutely. you can do is your best job. That's right. all you can do. He didn't do anything yeah. wrong. No. You know, no. he's a good actor, you know, and he, and he served our country. Yeah. You know, three times he went three <laughs> tours, man. Oh. So, yeah, so it's like, but you know that. Uh, and it was Paul Rubens. And it was Paul Rubens, <laughs> exactly who it is. How did you know <laughs> that? Oh, my God. Sippy Sales. So funny. It was that Sippy <laughs> Sales <laughs> uh, <laughs> documentary uh, <laughs> biopic. Uh, uh, who's the guy? Who's the guy? What's the Who's the guy? Scott Eastwood. Yesterday, yes. you know Scott. Do you I know like Scott. Scott. He's in my, one of my friends' movie, Drive or Driven or something like that. Yeah. yeah yesterday, yeah. I'm not gonna say. I won't say any details about this. But yesterday, I saw. Uh, I watched him walk up to a girl and ask her out on a date. Really? And, and, and she uh, turned him said, down. She said yes and took his number. But then, she, but then he walked away, and she went, "Should I? Do I go out with him?" Like she and I was like, "Yeah, man, you go with Scott Eastwood. Yeah, man." If you right. have a chance to meet Clint Eastwood through whatever it takes, right. you take that. Yeah, you take it. And but I it met was him. Just, He's it nice. was so yeah. neat to see right. like a guy that's that famous like have to walk up and be like, "But that's yeah, hey girl, uh, that's beautiful." But you know, but then James Franco does it. But she's fifteen. Yes, oh, <laughs> Franco. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, you can't talk. No, 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 fuck you. I'm going to take your movie, and then I'm not going to let you say anything at the Golden Globes. That's yes. not. That was not. Nah, cool. dude, it did not look good. Right, but it let me tell you something. Did not look good. I approve of that because I'm sick of this Tommy Wiseau guy and people Why? acting Why? like he's somebody who made something worth watching. People, I've seen the room. Right. It's a pile of garbage, and right. I want the two hours of my life back. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Matt's got a so real problem So he'll make his money it. on the back end. He gets it on the back end. Yeah. He'll be fine. Nobody's Tommy Wiseau's fine financially. Nobody's hurting for Tommy. Just And nobody's really hurting for James yeah. Franco. And I think James Franco's going to be just fine. So yeah. is yeah. Dave. But it was one of those moments where you watch it and you're like, oh. You're like, oh, oh was, you didn't because, do that, did because you? Because the thing couldn't. was, he called him on stage and he's like, hey, oh, yeah. Tommy, get up here. Hey. Come, on, come on, Tommy. Yeah, come on here. And he's like, no, no, you're hey, not talking on the mic. Go get your fucking shine box, Tommy. get shine box. That's what it was. Yeah. Because you know he was going to. No, get your fucking time box. Go get your shine box. He should have accepted the word with him, absolutely, hundred percent. Just yeah, and just arm and arm, and there. let just them like, do it yeah, together. Absolutely, come on, because it's if he, you know what it would have been like. He would have been like, I just want to thank uh, Dave Franco, Tommy. Who do you want to thank? I want to thank uh, the garbage <laughs> and the person they leave above me, yeah, Martino. Uh, yeah. You know, the, like something. The like, guy <laughs> at, the, at the Kinkos that did my resumes <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. You're a he, great all, guy. he always did a great job. I want to thank Mark. You know, <laughs> just like a, very uncomfortable. Absolutely. Hey, we got to wrap this up, yeah, yeah. James. So, where can people find you on the internet? I, uh, I've heard things called the internet. Uh, I have an open Facebook page, but my 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 LA one's full. So I do the New Orleans. So hit me up in New Orleans. There it is. New Orleans. And New then Orleans. It's James Dumont. You know, Facebook. And yes. then. Uh, 
James K. Dumont is my Twitter handle. Very nice. And then on the Gram of Instant, Ooh, yeah. the Instant of Gram, yeah. it's just James Dumont. Very your nice. Basic, your basic, we'll uh, get him there. Yeah, reach get out. Say there. hi. Reach out. Say hello. <laughs> say, I saw a James, have a James Dumont film festival this yeah. weekend. Seriously. That's that, what I'd say. I'd, that I, would, I think you know 200 what I, hours. Before I close, I'm going to do one thing. <laughs> yeah. So the, you should do these three movies because they're a trilogy and nobody knows this. Okay. Uh, Lone Survivor. Deepwater Horizon and Patriot's Day are a trilogy that Wahlberg and and Peter Berg Get wanted to put together. Really? So watch them in order. They're very. Are interesting. you in all three of those? I'm movies? in two of the three, Holy so it's not so bad. Shit. But my point is, is that you know, no one knew it was a trilogy, and that's that's that isn't, that's because they're Patriot's about Day, real people and real. Isn't Patriot's Day about the exactly. about the bombing in Boston? Yes. Did they bomb the Boston Marathon so they could make that movie? No, we, we okay. but but we were also shooting the movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal too. Mm-hmm. Gyllenhaal was like they yeah. were that same movie, and he's amazing in that thing, film mm-hmm. too. But no, well, I think but that's a trilogy that no one kind of really knows. Yeah, about. I, I've never thought but of that. But like way, yeah. Peter and Mark Video. wanted to make Video. movies about real, mm-hmm. real people under real, uh, you know, dire cir- circumstances and straits. Yeah. What is what is an, what does a person do under the most extreme? Their good and bad come out in the most, and that's that's a kind of a cool mm-hmm. stuff. What was that? Well, well let me see. It's right? Yeah, Glickman's taking what? Glickman's photobombing no, selfies. I, I just put my <laughs> head against his back. <laughs> you know who it is? Yeah. This yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah we yeah, talked to him earlier. He's the stuntman. Stuntman from Batman the Batman. Stuntman. Wow. Yeah. He's, the, he's the greatest. Well, I thought the glasses were yeah. I thought the glasses were just being kind of cool, but I think they're they're for medical purposes. I think yeah. it's I think it's a prescription. Uh, yeah. well, it's possible. It's very possible. Yeah, but I would say James now have you interviewed Bert? Yes, I don't want him waiting because he's the star. I'm just you know. Hey, come on. But I was saying, James, you're you're now at a point where I think you're transitioning from being that guy to them saying we want a James Dumont type. Right. Yeah. I think you're at that point now. Because I think now so. It's oh, they like, want a younger James Dumont. Yeah. That's what they're looking for. I want a younger, skinnier James Dumont. Should I shake well, my then head? I'm out of luck. Hey, exactly. That's right. <laughs> Although there's a fatter James Dumont. There's a cool Dumont actor named uh, Charlie Tower. Says, I want a "Oh man." Fat- He's like, there's a James Dumont role. <laughs> and they wanted a younger James Dumont. He's like, I'm that. They don't know it, but I'm that. Yeah, Charles. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Go screw yourself. No, you Char- son Charlie, of- Charlie. Charles, if you're Do you know listening, what Charlie Tablet is? Charles, you're listening, you son <laughs> of a bitch. You're listening. I you love owe you, buddy. me $47. Big guy, they call him Big Guy with a Tie. I'm just kidding. I love Charles. He's a great guy. Do you know who he is? Yeah, he was in. Uh, Talbot's like. He's in what's it called? What was a movie? Um, the. the Fat kid that everybody loves. He, he Angus, Angus, Angus. Oh no, I love him. He's a great guy. Dude, great, great, great stand-up comic too. He's, oh, is he good? Very. I have no nice doubt. Fellow. I, have no, I have no doubt he's good. I was just joking, gentlemen. Um, this has been so much fun. It, it has. has great job, I, and dude. I haven't got a chance. You, I knew you were doing your show, and I'm just so glad that it Perfect. happened. Yeah. Thank you, Perfect. gentlemen. Thank, Thank you. Pleasure and an so honor. Great to meet you. Let's go out with James Dumont. There we go. Thank you. That guy. 